Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. And welcome, everybody. This is Making It Big. I'm The Fuse. Check out the show on Twitter at Making It Big 1 for all the, re- the retweets on X. And uh, you call it X, Twitter, whatever, but that's where you can get us on Twitter at Making It Big 1. So let's dive into it. Here we are in November, and uh, we'll talk about the college football playoff and its first rankings in a bit, but I wanted to dive into the NFL. Let's do some picks. Uh, Dolphins Chiefs, that'll be Sunday morning in Germany. And uh, I'm going to take the Dolphins to beat the Chiefs. We saw the Broncos upset Kansas City last week. What was it, 24-9? Dolphins have been scoring, it seems like, 30 points a game. Tua had three tutties last week against the Pats at home. I look at it like this, you know, the Dolphins are trying to establish themselves as one of the best teams in the AFC. <clears throat> and one of those steps could include beating the Chiefs. It's one thing to beat the Pats at home, but to go to a neutral site, you're jet lagged, you're trying to get over that. And then on top of that, you face the defending champs. I think Miami finds a way to pull this out. We've seen some of the struggles the Chiefs' offense has had. I would think Miami tries and and study the and tries to study the blueprint. They do have guys who can put pressure on the quarterback. We know they can throw for touchdowns with Tua, Jalen Waddle, and and Hill. Uh, Raheem Mostert gets involved in the run game. I'll take the Dolphins. If you're the Chiefs, too, by the way. Like, which team needs this game more? Miami needs it more. They lost to the Eagles. They haven't won a Super Bowl in forever. You get to face the defending champion Chiefs on a neutral site. What better What better way to get a statement win than knock off the Chiefs? The Dolphins can say, hey, look, we've beaten teams... Like the Panthers, like the Pats, the Giants. But you look against some of the best competition. I mean, the Chargers were able to outscore the Chargers. 36-34, Miami got the win, but they haven't had a marquee win this season. We talk about that in college football. Oh, who did your team beat? Well, Miami, they got smoked by the Bills in Orchard Park. They lost by double digits to Philadelphia in Philly. And that's it. I mean, they, as far as marquee games, Miami needs a marquee win. And they have a shot to do that against Kansas City. The defending champs are down right now after losing to the Broncos. I mean, it's early in the season, so they could shake it off, but... 
I would think the Chiefs play better this week, but I'm going to take the Finns to knock off Kansas City and uh, finally get that marquee win. Because you don't get many of those. I mean, Miami plays the Jets, I mean, the Jets, the Raiders, the Commanders in the next three weeks. They play Tennessee. I mean, you got Dallas at home on Christmas Eve. You visit Baltimore and host the Bills. I mean, toward the end of the year, you get three games in a row where it's marquee for the Dolphins. But this is this is a big opportunity for the Finns and their fan base. This is a big opportunity. Hey, on the road. I know we're it's a neutral site, but we're facing Kelsey and Mahomes, Randy Reed. Like this is a huge chance for the Dolphins to make a statement. And I think they keep firing on offense. So the Finns over the Chiefs in this one. And I'll get back to the Dolphins here in a second. So again, I like the Dolphins over the Chiefs this week. Uh, Tonight, actually, Steelers, Titans. I'm taking Pittsburgh um, at home. Got the defense behind them. They they, They have a tendency to play well at night. Monday night, Thursday night, Sunday night. They find a way to get these wins, eke out some wins. It's... I think it's just the energy. Hey, we're the Steelers. We're in a all eyes on us. If you're a part of the NFL fan base, Steelers on Amazon Prime taking on the Titans, a team that the Steelers have done pretty well against. Give me the Steelers, and they face a rookie in Will Levis. You know, Will I think Levis will find a way to make some plays against the Steelers secondary. Don't get me wrong, but. Uh, I think the Steelers find a way. Whether Mink is playing or not, it sounds like he's not. But give me the Steelers at home. Night game, energy, crowd, defense. Give me the Titans. Um, If you force Levis in third and long, that can be a challenge. Making his start on the road. So yeah, give me the Steelers over 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 the t- Tennessee Titans. Oh man, what else do we got here? Green Bay against the Rams. Interesting. No Stafford. It looks like for that game. Seahawks Ravens. I would think Baltimore wins that. I'm giving you freebies here. Okay. Cardinals travel to face Cleveland. Raiders Giants. How interesting is this game? I think the Raiders will find a way to pull off the win, but you fire your coach, middle of the season. I mean, at this point, you're thinking about next year. I mean, Josh McDaniels, 47 years old, couldn't couldn't get it to work. I thought he would get fired. I thought he was a lame duck coach. The team kept losing. Ineptitude at... uh, at quarterback, on offense, you know, that Steelers game against, you know, the Raiders-Steelers game earlier in the year, I was like, wow, I did not realize how bad the Raiders were. Um, but I still think they find a way to put pressure on whoever the Giants quarterback is. DeVito, Taylor, whoever. I think the Raiders find a way to win with Antonio Pierce as the interim head coach. 
I think uh, Champ Kelly is the interim GM. So Raiders over the Giants. But again, I'm getting, this is all freebies, not a part of my main picks. Again, Steelers, Dolphins, get my vote of confidence this week. They're my main picks. Um, Let's do this game. Bengals, Bills. I'm taking the bang. I'm taking the Bengals. I'm taking the Bengals. First of all, the Bengals, they've been playing better. I thought they would. After getting smacked by the Titans a month ago, the Bengals have rolled against the Cardinals 34-20. Held on against the Seahawks 17-13, a gritty home win, and then a road win against the defending NFC uh, runner-ups in the 49ers. 31-14 was the win there. In San Fran's or Santa Clara, um, but the Bengals beat the Niners. So since he's looking for their fourth straight, they're at home Sunday night football. Give me the Bengals. Uh, should be a physical game. Uh, I like Joe Burrow. I like him more overall as a quarterback than Josh Allen. Last week on the road, Burrow three tu- three touchdowns. 283 through the air, no picks, only 40 completions on 32 attempts. Joe Mixon ran the football against that tough Niners defense. Burrow had 43 yards rushing. Exactly 100 yards receiving for Jamar Chase. He also had a touchdown. T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd got involved. Irv Smith, who it's out, who would, I mean, it sounded like Joe Burrow and the Bengals liked him uh, at the beginning of the year before the year started. So Irv Smith caught four four balls for twenty five yards. There's you're you're tossing it to different guys on the field. Mixon getting involved. Andre Iosivas he had a touchdown receiving. Different guys are getting involved in the passing game for Burrow. I like that. Uh, you look on the Bengals defense, which I think is the XX factor in this game. You have to put pressure on Josh Allen, make it tough on him. That AFC North football defense, running the ball, Bengals can do that. Uh, Logan Wilson had a pick last week against San Fran. Jermaine Pratt also had a pick. Sam Hubbard had a sack. There's ways the Bengals can put pressure on you. Trey Hendrickson added another sack to his career. Um, Bengals, I think they can find a way to not only put pressure on, on Allen and slow down his ability to run the football... But look, I think they can find ways to play good enough in the secondary to slow down the Bills. I mean, the Bell, the Bills, they have one great receiver in Stephon Diggs. I know Gabe Davis is a captain and all that, but I think the Bengals find a way to shut up, to to play pretty good defense here. They might allow some points, but I trust Cincinnati to keep heating up and defend their home turf this week and win their fourth consecutive game of the year. So, Bengals are heating up. This is a huge opportunity for them. They just beat a tough Niners team. I know San Fran is dealing with issues, injuries. Niners have lost three straight. I get all of that, but still, it's tough to go on the road and beat a team like San Fran with all their good coaching and all their their players on both sides of the ball. So, give me Cincinnati. Over Buffalo, one of the marquee games of the year. Um, so yeah, Steelers should win. I, I, I predict the Steelers win tonight. 
Miami wins on Sunday morning, and the Bengals win Sunday night. I'm also intrigued by that Monday by that Monday night game, Jets Chargers, Sunday afternoon, Philly versus Dallas. Intrigued a little bit by the Raiders Giants, only because I think it'll be a close football game. You know, Giants Raiders both having issues this year. Both, uh, you know, there was reasons for optimism before the year started, and uh, things have come crashing down. <laughs> There was reasons for optimism. Uh, Things are not going right for the Giants. Raiders firing Dave Ziegler, their GM, firing uh, Josh McDaniels, their head coach. Um, Yeah, things are not looking good for either franchise right now, but that Giants O-line. Oof. Max Crosby, that Raiders front seven should have a really good day. You know you have you know what the key is: slow down Saquon, shut him down. I would think the Raiders find a way to win this game despite their issues. It should be a breath of fresh air. Maybe they play hard for Antonio Pierce, former linebacker with the Giants, won a Super Bowl with them, played for Washington once upon a time uh, when they were known as the Redskins. So. It's a new era in Vegas. You still have talent on both sides of the ball. Who knows? Maybe maybe Hunter Renfro gets involved this week. Who knows? Dante Adams, is he going to be happier this week? Raiders, Giants. I'm intrigued just to see. Like, I'm intrigued just to see. I know, I know these are two bad teams, but I'm, I'm still intrigued by how good of a game this could be specifically. Because on paper, it's like, oh, do I want to see two lousy teams play? Two, a two and six team versus a three and five team? No. But when they, when you pit them against each other, okay, maybe you get a, a, a jewel out of this. Maybe you get, there's a diamond in the rough. So intrigued by that game to some extent. Um, so yeah. Those are my NFL picks, and we'll take a break, come back, I'll talk about the Dolphins. This is making it big on Spotify. So people are talking about the Miami Dolphins, and I and I think there's some skepticism. Are they really a Super Bowl team? I think as of now, you can put them in that Super Bowl contenders mix. Uh, in the AFC, we know how good Kansas City is. We know uh, the Bengals, the Bills. They can they're good teams, but the Dolphins are intriguing. For obviously, you look at their offense first and foremost. You look at the veterans on this team, I think a good combination of veterans and young guys. There's There should be hunger in that organization to win. Mike McDaniel, 40-year-old head coach, doing wonders. And so you add the hunger, the motivation, uh, 
the fact that you're trying to climb this ladder in the AFC in the AFC in the AFC East, you add one of the best you have one of the best younger head coaches in the game. Tua is playing well right now. You have weapons on offense. Mostert with playoff experience at running back. You look on defense. You have Bradley Chubb, who's having a good year. Uh, veterans like Eli Apple, Christian Wilkins has been around a little bit here. Um, different guys, you know, it, some of these guys don't, don't jump off the page, but Jalen Phillips has a, had a sack in that Philly game. Jerome Baker had a pick. Um, you know, different guys have gotten involved this year for the Dolphins. Um, and we saw how good the Philly defense was last year, but Mahomes in that Chiefs offense found a way. I mean, that team found a way. So there's just too much to like about the Dolphins to not sit here and say, oh, they'll, they'll, they're not, like, you can't sit here and say, well, the Dolphins aren't a Super Bowl team. Like, I, I just can't agree with that. I, I know I mentioned before about ne- them needing a marquee win this year, but I still have to take them seriously, N- mainly because of that offense. Um, they have a good head coach. They make, uh, I think, with, you know, getting Chubb, getting Hill, aggressive moves. They have a guy. Um, let me think here. I'm trying to remember his name. They went and got Chase Claypool. Cedric Wilson Jr. is on the team. Like, the Dolphins, there's too much optimism around this franchise right now to just say, well, they're gone. They're gone. There were people that questioned the Chiefs' defense. I mean, there were people who questioned Andy Reid for years. Can he win the big one? Like, um, they had Alex Smith, eventually went to Patrick Mahomes. You know, you look at the Dolphins. Keep giving Tua time. Keep giving Tua an opportunity to help win you games. And, you know, you look at last week, two with three touchdowns against so Bill Belichick and his defense, a defense that was once teams were afraid of, not anymore, it looks like. Um, you have two, arguably the best receiving core in the game. So, to sit here and say, well, uh, I can't, I don't know about the Dolphins, man. I just, you know, Christian Wilkins had a sack last week. Bradley Chubb, another sack last week. Justin Bethel been around the game a little bit. Like Jalen Ramsey, you add him to the mix. He had a pick uh, in week eight. Braxton Berrios has been in this game a little while. It looks like your kicking game is pretty good uh, with Jason Sanders. It's like, I'm sorry, man. This is a pretty good team, and uh, they have a chance to win their division. I know Buffalo is in their in their division, and uh, you know it's going to be tough to try and come out of the AFC as as the champs and go to the Super Bowl this year in Vegas. But listen, man, if we see the Dolphins on CBS in February for the Super Bowl, you can't be surprised. I mean, we saw in the Super Bowl that Philly's defense. Yeah, I know there were different factors that pertained to Philly losing the game, but <clears throat> when it came down to it, Mahomes was able to move the ball down the field. You're telling me Tua can't move the ball down the field? <clears throat> Tua looks like he he has something to prove. 
McDaniel has something he wants to prove as a coach. The Dolphins are hungry for a championship. It's been forever. Like, they're in a, they have a chance to prove themselves against the Chiefs this week in a neutral site. There's a lot of optimism around this franchise, man. Like, you can't ignore, <clears throat> like, Miami. I mean, they're all, I love their offense more than Buffalo's. I just do. Um, I don't like the idea of Josh Allen running around. I mean, he's not, it looks like he's not running around as much as he did in the last two years, but <coughs> still, you know, I, I don't want him taking more unnecessary hits. I, I like how two has played the game. <coughs> I still think Josh Allen is a better quarterback than Tua. Um, you know, could the Dolphins beat Cincinnati? Could they beat Kansas City? Buffalo, I think they could. You can't rule them out with the way their offense has been playing this year. So, <clears throat> with that said, I think we need to give Miami more respect. Understand Chubb on defense can make plays. Um, it would have been nice, you know, let's see if they, in the future, how they go about continuing to add to that side of the ball, adding to their defense. But <clears throat> there's a lot, a lot of optimism around Miami right now. And no matter what happens here in week nine, they can go on an extra run and beat some of these teams. So uh, I think they play what they play the commanders. Who else do they got on their schedule? They play the chiefs nine 30 Eastern time on Sunday. They got the Raiders jets commanders should be able to win those three games. Tennessee, Jets. I mean, you could go on a five-game win streak. <clears throat> Depending on what happens with Buffalo, could probably win the division. Like I said, Dallas, Baltimore, Buffalo to wrap up the year. Who knows? That January 7th game against Buffalo might be for the division. So, there's too much to like for Miami, is my point. To sit here and say, well, they're not a Super Bowl team. They... Let's pump the brakes. Like they, they, Miami had a good year last year. There's plenty of optimism this year. Do you love the Chiefs' offense more than the Dolphins? Do you love the Bills? Do you love the the Bengals? I love the I like the Dolphins' offense more than the Chiefs, despite them having Patrick Mahomes. Um. Bengals is more of a toss. I, I would say I like the Dolphins' offense more than the than the uh, Bengals. <clears throat> um, but I mean, because the Bengals have Joe Mixon running the football, it can make them a tougher offense to stop than what we can than, than what we think. Because, again, Mixon able to run the football. He's a better running back than anyone the Chiefs have. Anyone the Bills have running the football. Anyone the Dolphins have running the football. That's why you can't just automatically... That's one of the reasons you can't cross out the Bengals as far as Super Bowl teams in the AFC. Um, I think the Chiefs, Dolphins, Bills all have better offenses than... The Chiefs, Dolphins, and Bills all have better offenses than the Bengals. 
I think at times the Bengals miss that dynamic play down the field. I know they have Chase. I know Mixon's running the ball. I know they have other receivers. Don't get me wrong, but there's times where I think the Bengals are missing that explosion down the field. Whereas with Buffalo, I know Allen's going to chuck it deep. I know he's going to make plays with his legs. I know Mahomes is going to get it to where he needs it, where he needs it to. He's going to make plays in, late in the game. He has Kelsey. You have the play calling of Andy Reid. Bengals are really good. But I feel like there's more explosion from the Chiefs, from the Bills, and Miami. I'm just saying. Bengals have still a good offense. Don't get me wrong. But it's slightly below those other three teams. So I just think moving forward, take the Dolphins more seriously in the playoffs. I'm curious to see how, who they would play in the opening round. <coughs> but... You look across the AFC, I'm not putting the, the, the Ravens over the Dolphins. I'm not putting um, the Steelers or the Chargers or the Jags over the Dolphins. I'm not doing that yet. I'm not doing that. Um, you know, now in a head-to-head, could the Jags beat the Dolphins? Sure. Um, but how can we sit, sit here and ignore what the Dolphins are doing, what they're showing you? I mean, we saw with Mahomes and the Chiefs offense, the ability to make plays down the field with the weapons they had, Tyree Kill, Kelsey, and so on. Nicole Hardman. <coughs> it didn't matter who the running back was. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, Pacheco, it didn't matter. But we saw for several years, we've seen for several years now, Mahomes, how that offense is able to click going down the field. Miami can click offensively, which is one of the reasons why you can't you can't cross them out. The way they're doing it, they're showing you right now, first of all, it's they're good TV, and... You know, you look at the way the Chiefs... The Chiefs showed you pretty quickly with Mahomes, hey, we're no joke. Dolphins, they're, they're doing something similar. Hey, we're more... Explo- you know, we, ha- we have more weapons. You know? Chiefs won a Super Bowl last year with Juju, Marquez, Valdez, Scantling, Kelsey. Receivers aren't as good as what the Dolphins have. <coughs> Pacheco played pretty well running the football for KC last year, but Dolphins have Raheem Mostert. They can make some plays running the football. They can spread the ball around. Like I'm just saying, my point is, don't ignore what the Dolphins are showing you right now offensively. You know, their head coach, Bradley Chubb on defense, Mostert how he's helped that offense this year. They have really good receivers. I mean, it's one of the best offenses in football, and the league is becoming more offensive, more based on offense. I mean, then you add the fact that Miami would be good to watch in a a big game, you know, in a Super Bowl. So, if they continue to help out Tua, sky's the limit for Miami. Keep adding to that defense over the next few years. I mean, 
It's already tough as it is to get through the AFC with Kansas City and, and Cincinnati. Now add Miami to that mix. So, I'm just saying, take them more seriously. Miami, if they keep, if they keep, if they maintain good quarterback play, because you have to keep Tua healthy, we know that. But if they maintain their quarterback's stability, sky's the limit. People are saying they're not a Super Bowl team. They're not, what? I think they have a better offensive setup, better offensive-minded coach than what the Bills have. I think they're more explosive than the Bengals are. So to sit here and say, there's no chance. They're... They're, they're, they're not a Super Bowl team. They No, we, let's not even think about that. Are you kidding me? I like them better than Baltimore, and people love Baltimore. I like Tua's ability to throw the ball downfield. Like, don't write off Miami that. And, and it's surprising to me because we see what Mahomes is able to do. With a lack of receivers. I mean, he won a Super Bowl. And, and all hats off to him. <clears throat> but if you give good... If you combine good quality quarterback play with excellent receivers and an organization that the Dolphins have right now, the structure, you're telling me you're just going to write them off? Playing in a competitive division? Like, you combine all those things. You look at what Miami has done. I'm, I, I don't get it. I don't get why you would write this team off. <clears throat> Let us know on Twitter. Are the Dolphins serious Super Bowl contenders? You have to. You have to. You don't give them a shot to knock off Kansas City? With the way the Chiefs are playing offense this year. You you look at the Bills. They don't have a shot against Buffalo. They don't have a shot against Cincinnati. Are you kidding? That I don't get. We're going to move on quickly to college football. All right, college football picks. Yes, yes, and meh. Games of the week. This is interesting. This is interesting, folks. Somewhat rapid fire, I guess you could say. I'm going to take Alabama over LSU. We know last year was a thriller between these two. The Tigers and Crimson Tide. I'm going to take Bama to knock off LSU. And I I just think with revenge on their mind, you look at Alabama. I know LSU can put up points. 
Alabama just beat a ranked Tennessee team at home. Held on against Arkansas. Went on the road. Beat A&M. Despite questions with this team's offense. You know, they beat Mississippi at home. Over, like, what, five weeks ago, six weeks ago? Beat Mississippi at home. Alabama. What else do they have cooking? Defense shut out Tennessee last week <clears throat> after allowing all 20 points that the Volunteers had in the first half. Jalen Milrow last week against the Vols, two touchdowns. Uh, Jace McClellan ran the ball 115 yards, a touchdown. So Alabama running the football, playing good defense. That is what you need this time of year. Bama also spread the ball around, got some big plays through the air. Kendrick Law, Jermaine Burton, Isaiah Bond. Throw in C.J. Dupree and Malik Benson making chunk play after chunk play last week. That's a recipe for success. Run the football, play defense, get big plays. Chunk plays. Check, check, check for Alabama Crimson Tide. Last week, Chris Braswell had two sacks. Throwing a sack from Dallas Turner. Get pressure on the opposing team's quarterback. You know, it's interesting. I want, like LSU, it's been a few years since they won a national title. Um, but look, they beat, a, they beat Missouri on the road. Beat up on Auburn at home. They beat Army 62 to nothing a couple weeks ago. But I just think you add the fact that they had a week off. I just think going on the road, hostile environment, your last game, you whooped, you beat Army 62 nothing, like I just said. I mean, it's something to go from beating a team really badly, having a week off, and then trying to get the gears going, getting yourself up and at them to go to Tuscaloosa. There, eh. Not all those players are excited about going on the road to face the tide. Not all those players. It's kind of like getting up for work at 4 a.m. Do I really want to do this? Uh, I could do it. It's just going to take me a minute to get going. Last year, in overtime, LSU beat Alabama at home, 32-31, November 5th, 2022, almost a year ago, to when this game is going to get played in 2023. Number 8, Bama, hosting number 13, LSU, Saturday, 745. I like the Tide. Um, we gotta go to we gotta see more college football games here. I need I need to pull up the schedule. It won't even let me. It won't even let me pull up the scores. Got to keep it rolling. So LSU, nice win, nice uh, stunner last year at home against the Tide, but this year the Tide should beat the Tigers. And that's the thing, too. Bama keeps playing games, getting hard-fought wins. You know, it's been kind of a uh, a harder season for them. 
but they're pushing through it. They're getting wins. They're stacking them up. Now they're at home against a, a conference rival. It's kind of like when some baseball teams keep playing and playing compared to teams that have a bye. It's like, oh, we're going from rest to playing a red-hot Phillies team. You know, a red-hot Diamondbacks team. We're getting up after a bye to face that. Ugh, it's going to be a long day. So, let's continue on. Uh, interesting. What other game do I want to dive into? How about USC Washington? Uh, I'm going to take Washington on the road. One of the reasons is, I mean, look, I know last week against Stanford, Washington won 42-33. But they're ranked number five for a reason. They beat Oregon at home. You know. They won a 15-7 game against Arizona State. Not ideal. They beat a bad Stanford team, 42-33. Ideally, fans of Washington would want their team to whoop teams that are drastically below them. Um, But I think, first of all, I'll give you an example. So Notre Dame's offense was not great. But then when they played USC, boom, they blew out the Trojans. I don't care where the game was played. USC's defense can be hot hot garbage. You know, a couple weeks ago, USC, USC's team gave up 34 points to Utah. USC held on against Cal last week, 50 to 49. Like, the USC defense is, is is hot garbage. Hot. It's steaming hot. Give me Washington. First of all, it's good for any program. It's, it feels good to go and beat a team with more sparkle, more shine, more pizzazz, a bigger brand than you. USC is ranked 24th. I don't know how... I would think Washington wins by double digits. I'm going to say 16, 14 points, something along there. I want to... There are times where you could contain Washington's offense. And I would expect USC to keep scoring points. Um, There's times where I don't love Washington's offense. I mean, overall, they've had a really good year. It's been excellent. That game against Arizona State, again, 15 points. Um, Washington, not the best offense, but still really, really good. Um, Michael Penix, obviously a stud. Dylan Johnson running the football. I think that's the biggest key. How do they keep running the football? I, I would think offensively... Washington should be fine. Like they had that blip against Arizona State. I get it. So offensively, Washington should be fine. Defensively, I'm curious how that goes facing USC's offense and what they're able to do. Making big plays. Like I'll say shootout. 
I'll say it's close, but I'll say something along the lines of 42-39. Like the, the Washington defense, I think, can make plays. But face like you struggle against Stanford, okay? You're facing USC now. Like it's a road game. I don't think Washington's defense will be the worst we've ever seen. But the Huskies are going to allow some Trojan touchdowns. They're going to allow some scores and big chunk plays against Caleb Williams and USC's offense. That, that, that's just what's going to happen. Okay. The Huskies' defense will give up yards, chunk, you know, touchdowns. USC's going to hang around, but I think Washington will be able to run the football, will be able to make some plays on the ground which is obviously huge, trying to chew up clock and play keep away from Lincoln Riley's offense and Caleb Williams. So I'll take Washington over USC. And what is the last game I want to check out? Okay. I think I'm going to go with number seven, Texas, versus number 25, Kansas State. Uh, Texas against BYU last week. They they won thirty five to six. Malik Murphy at quarterback, buck seventy, two touchdowns and a pick. Jonathan Brooks ran the ball for almost hundred yards. Jaden Blue got involved. Keelan Robinson had a twenty three yard scamper. Uh, BYU's offense held in check pretty well. Keaton Slovis, the ex-USC Trojan, the ex-Pitt Panther. He had no touchdowns, two, two picks, and a buck 97 through the air. So, Texas's defense showed up against the Cougars last, last week. Um, it's interesting. I think I'm going to take Texas to win this game because they're at home. You know, Murphy... Not too shabby. Texas still had 354 total offensive yards. Uh, Penalties, only six penalties, 40 yards. Not bad. Not bad. Uh, The Texas defense did get three turnovers last week. You look at Kansas State. They whooped Houston. And as we examine that game, Will Howard, buck 64 through the air, 15 to 17. Do they like Will Howard to to throw it more? Again, only 17 pass attempts, buck 64, two touchdowns against Houston last week. Like uh, two touchdowns. DJ Giddens, almost 100 yards rushing, two touchdowns. Phillip Brooks, the third, five catches, 83 yards, and a touchdown. Should be a pretty solid defensive matchup. But Texas at home, I just think give a. Sl- I think it'll be a close game. I'll take Texas. It's it's an important game. You got to win these home games against ranked opponents. You got to find a way. Will Howard only seventeen attempts. Um, not sure the exact reasoning behind that. You have Avery Johnson come in, throw five. 
five completions out of six attempts. Jake Rubley also had one pass in that game. So we'll see exactly what happens with Kansas State. Um, but my point is, if Kansas like, is Kansas State going to be able to throw the ball against this Texas defense? BYU had a rough time last week. And obviously Texas is motivated to face the Wildcats at home. I mean, Texas is ranked 7th in the nation for a reason. They have a good running game. And then you look at Kansas State last week. Yeah, 96 yards from Giddens. Um, but they were held at 13 points in the second half. I mean, how much that really doesn't matter in a 41 to nothing win. But I'm just saying, if you're Texas, you have to try and take these victories. They did score 14 points in the fourth quarter. And they were up pretty well there. They were up 21-3 at halftime. So Texas, they kept putting on the pressure last week against the Cougars. Um, Kansas State, not as much against the Houston Cougars last week. So I'll take Texas. They might win the game by 7-10 to 10 points, something like that. But uh, I like Texas to hold serve at home. Should be the better team. Should find a way to shut down Kansas State's passing game. And, uh, yeah, not a great passing day for Kansas State last week in their victory over the Cougars. Maybe, maybe Texas can, can take something from that. And the playoff, for, the playoff rankings came out. I don't hate it. They respect Ohio State and company. We'll see.